It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, welcome to 750 Kenai Radio. Uh, I am here, this is Mark Baggage, substituting for Rick Rydell today. I'm joined with uh, Mike Ortega. Ortega, are you, uh, are you ready? I don't know if people will call in or they're now just like driving off the road as they're waking up early. I don't know, uh, <laughs> Mr. Baggage. I think at this point they're probably listening to you and thinking, is, that, they... is that Mark Baggage on the air? <laughs> they... Their heads are exploding and so they, they'll probably be calling in just to... Let you know how they feel about things uh, on News Radio 650 KENI. There we go. Your news now. And I like that. I, I yeah, knew okay. I had the most important part. Get the dial right. <laughs> and I said six, I need to say 650 KENI Radio News Radio. That's right. Get the news right now. How's that? Hey, you are very close. And that's, I, that's what counts. You know, I wrote it down because I knew I'd forget because here's the thing. I don't drink coffee. No? No. What's and the matter with I, you? I know. I don't know how Rick does it. First of all, I kind of like it. You get... Easy drive, free parking, right sure. at the front row. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's a pretty nice oh, deal. See, they're calling. Oh, right they're now. already calling. They're worked up. I'll keep talking. And uh, we'll probably have, hopefully have a special guest after the uh, first break. But again, I'm happy to be here uh, substituting for Rick. He's taking a little time off. And 650 Kenai Radio, I like listening in the morning. I like listening in the afternoon uh, to both uh, Rick in the morning and, and Mike in the afternoon. And uh, always lots of topics. I have a list of topics I want to. Put on the table, and before we do that, I want to remind people you can call in at 522-0650. Love to hear from you, and I know we have our first caller. Before I take that caller, I want to say a couple times I have to talk about school start time. My son's now in 10th grade. He made me sign a petition. You know, you have to, right? Your son comes to you and says, can you sign this petition? I you said, got no choice. You have no choice. And he says, it's because school starts, I want school to start later. Yeah, <laughs> right? well, me too. I, I, I was, you know, he said 830 and I said, I didn't want to say, geez, I would have liked 10 o'clock, but I didn't, you know, encourage right, right. him. So I, well, I, you know, my, my daughter takes the bus in the morning and I got to get up at like five in the morning, which I, you know, actually I, I get up earlier, but I got to get her up <laughs> because the bus comes at seven. So, boy, it's just like, yikes. It's, it's a lot it's, of work. It's early, early morning. I mean, e- even in a regular job, right. not he, that this is a regular job, you don't have to get up that early. That's crazy. And he said uh, his lunch is going to be at like 10, 15 in the morning. What, <laughs> I, I, you know. So let me uh, first take the first caller. Eric is calling in. Hopefully I'll push these numbers right. Let me make sure. Am I pushing the number or the one next to it? I, I believe the number. Okay. Here we go. Eric, if you get disconnected, you call right back. Eric, are you there? Yes, I'm hearing it. I'm here. I'm not uh, hearing him yet in my earphone, so. I've met your brother, Nick. Oh, there we go. Now. More than once. And I've, I've met you several times back when I used to live in Anchorage. Oh, excellent. Where do you live now? Somewhere uh, in Alaska. And I've met your mother, Peggy. Oh, excellent. So what's on your yeah. mind today? I never met your dad. Well, I, uh, so I, you know, I didn't want to bring that up. No, it's okay. Wait. So I just wanted to say that uh, 
you're very you're a good man and uh one word i would use to describe you is collaborative i'll take that word i know it means something important compliment and uh uh you have a lot of guts to be hosting (laughs) well here's what i did just so you know uh when i was in um in the mayor's office i i received uh, as a gift from the police, uh, a flak jacket. So I, I'm wearing that today. I'm prepared. And, uh, you know, it took me a little while to get up into the studio because it's high security. And uh, But I appreciate your comment there, Eric. I'm happy to do it. Yep. You know, I've always come on the show when I can. And, and, you know, I think it's important that doesn't matter where you stand on the issues, uh, it's important to have the discussion uh, and find where you can some common ground. Not all the time can you find common ground, but you got to look, yeah. look as much as you can. And at the end of the day, you know, uh, hopefully you can find the 80% you can agree on. Yep, you're right. I don't always agree with your politics, but <laughs> I do say you are a good collaborative man. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, you're the earliest. Uh, of the morning here. I mean, this is bright and early, so you have a long day ahead of you like the rest of us. And so I first say thank you for uh, for calling in, Eric. All right. Okay, have a good one. Hope to see you again. Look forward to it. Thanks. Bye. It's it. This is what I look for. Mike's giving me the cue. This is the break that we got to take, and it's again, it's News Radio KENI 650. Welcome back to the Rick Rydell Show. No, this is not Rick Rydell. This is Mark Baggage substituting in for Rick. He's taking a little time off. Hopefully he's doing something positive out there, wherever he might be. Uh, I was uh, asked to come on and host, and I'm sure, uh, you know, I think about it, Ortega, that the listeners must be, they're, they're, they're drinking lots of coffee right now. I would hope so. They're trying to figure out. we anxious for people to call in at 522-0650 if you have a question, comment, or just want to say something on the air. I'm happy to take you. You know, I mentioned the whole idea of the school start time. I did ask him, does, the, does that change if you start at 830? Does it change when it ends? And well, I don't, sure it does. Well, that's what I thought, but he didn't really know. I think he didn't care, right? It's yeah. kind of like just started it well, later. Is, is this just a petition that, that'll make people feel good about signing it, or is there, is there actually some weight behind I, it? I, that's a great question. He told me how many people were signing it, and I'm thinking, okay, then what do they do? Knowing my son and his desire to wake up later in the morning, he's going to do everything he possibly can uh, to move this petition, but I had not heard this, but I'm, I, you know, again, I signed it. I'm happy to do it. He just turned 15. Oh, okay. And so he's a year out now from his um, driving. So he'll be running for mayor or what in about three no, years? No, I want him to get a real job. Oh, and okay. uh, I'm looking forward to having him make a good living in the business world so I can sleep on his couch now. There you and go. And eat his food. And, uh, right. Make sure he gets a house with a, a basement. Yeah, I want a nice basement. Yeah. A, uh, but I want that big TV. Sure. You know, because I'm a couch. I'm a little cheap. I got a small TV. He complains oh, about I know. Mark, don't say that. I know. I, you know, it's, I just see the TV prices keep going down. So I just don't want to a lot of money for one of those right but you could get like a a a 500 inch tv for like 50 bucks now i know but i i refuse to do it i'm letting him uh hopefully he'll make the decision and buy it and then i can go sit on his couch and enjoy that moment there you go and eat his potato chips all night long and everything else that he has cheetos cheetos so you know i was reading this article well first i want to mention just before um 
uh, I came on, there was some news, and they talked about travel. And when you think about traveling, they said people are willing to take a middle seat, less leg room, less, uh, no free meals. And I'm thinking, I don't recall a free meal, but that's, they said they won't take any. They, uh, they for, count the peanuts yeah. as a free meal. Is that a meal? Sure. You pay for them, but you know, in first class, <laughs> I think they give you peanuts for free. I'm going to remember that if we get the peanuts, I'm going to ask for, can I have the hors d'oeuvre peanuts? The main right. course peanuts and I the dessert the peanuts. With salt on them. Right. I want the multiple choice there. But people will do that for cheaper seats. And, I, and I'm thinking, you know, when I travel, and I travel a lot, I probably do over 100,000 miles a year and uh, in the air, but I, I'm a believer that give me comfort wherever I can, right? Because, you know, it's a few extra dollars. I want that leg room. I want, uh, and they said also the free drinks. If people would give that up. I'm a, uh, I don't understand that. That's kind of going over the edge a little bit, I think. They had canned sodas when I flew, and they made us buy them. Uh, right. No, not, no, you get some free. You get some, really? Yeah, you got to get on the plane again. Oh, you got to get out of your room here. I know they right, don't let out you of out, my bubble, huh? out of your bubble. Um, but again, I, I look at it and I go, I want to I travel. I want to travel with a little comfort and not have uh, the headache of thinking about how much leg room I have or how many pieces of luggage I got to carry. But I'm also one of those respectful travelers. I don't want to inconvenience people with stuff underneath the seat that maybe they, you know, have a little overflow with their leg room. So I try to make it as convenient as possible, but I want the convenience. So I'm not sure I believe that survey that was given earlier. The, the other thing I was reading about was, and it was just recently, um, maybe last week, the whale that went up the river and then the, uh, the communities harvested it and now, because it may have been the wrong type of whale, sure. there may be some federal, uh, you know, prosecution or investigation on it. And 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 kind of my feeling, you know, I I think it was great that they harvest the whale. I think that's a good thing. So maybe when we come back, we'll have a conversation about that. Six fifty News Radio K E and I's five two two zero six fifty. We'll take a short break here. Welcome back. This is Mark Baggage substituting for Rick Rydell today at 650 News Radio, KENI. If you want to call in, 522-0650. But I have a special guest uh, that I asked to call in and is a friend of mine. I served with him in the U.S. Senate. I hope he's still on hold here and at Senator Manchin. Are you there? Hey, Mark. How you doing, buddy? Good. First, I want to say you get special credit. If you recall, you were not one of those senators that came up in the summer. You came up in the winter to Alaska. And and what, <laughs> we didn't have as much snow. I was looking for a little bit more snow, but, you know, we still watched. Yeah, I did a little bit of that get started, so it was a great day. It great, was. Great weekend. It was. And then I got you tied into a great charity event uh, at the Fur Rondi Poker Tournament, and uh you did some West Virginia hospitality there to some Alaskans. I got to say, you you were nice and smooth. You said, "Oh yeah, I'm just, I've not played much." And next thing I know, I looked over, you had like a lot of their money, <laughs> and then we well, and then we had to go. <laughs> I lost it all. I made sure we lost it all back and left it in Alaska. I'll, I'll assure you that. There we go. Well, I, had, I had a good I had a good run there. I, you know, I just it was unbelievable. I was pulling. I was getting hit when I thought for sure I'd bust. That's right. You were pick, 
you were picking cards that people said, there's no way. And then next thing I know, he's winning. These Alaskans looked at me and they said, Mark, who'd you bring in here, a ringer? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just smiled. But, but yeah. Joe, thank you for calling in. I know, uh, again, Senator from West Virginia, uh, what I, one of the efforts I know you're doing down there, which I got to give you a lot of credit for, you've always done this, and that is how do you – you know, you're crossing party lines, you're working with both Democrats and Republicans to try to solve some. And then you've done you kind of have a working group of former governors that serve in the Senate. Can you tell me a little about that? What's the I mean, I think that's a great idea, you know, from my own perspective. Well, what we've done, Mark, what we try to do is get former executives like yourself, people that have done have run something, been responsible, held accountable mayor of, of, a, of a you know major city. Uh, but most we have 11 former governors. And uh, with 11 former governors, you got people made decisions. They looked at their financials every day. They didn't try to overobligate. And by most constitutions, you have to have a balanced budget amendment. So we've made decisions. We brought legislators together. We've had contentious, contentious situations to where we had D's and R's that didn't want to work together, but they knew if, if, it, was, if it was best for Alaska or best for West Virginia, you move forward. You do something for the sake of the state, and you remember why you're serving. Yep. So I thought, well, you know, if I couldn't get a bunch of former governors who had to make these types of decisions every day on the health care issue that we had, and now we're going to have uh, uh, tax reform and, and infrastructure, it's, and it's not all my way or the highway or your way, and I'm wrong and you're right. right. It's basically, here's where we have to go from point A to point B. How can we get there so everybody has some input and everybody feels like they've contributed? And sometimes... This environment in Washington puts so much pressure on lawmakers that they figure, well, if I do this, it makes sense. It's something I should do, but they'll use it against me. Uh, ads back home or campaign back home, they'll spend it, and it's just not worth it. So we've got to ask ourselves, why are we here? Right. Is it public service or self-service? What's the worst that can happen to you if you do what you know is right? If you, I always said this. If I can go home to West Virginia and explain it, I can vote for it. I don't care whether it's a Democrat or Republican issue. And I've said the worst that can happen to me, I've kind of figured it out, evaluated it. Uh, the only thing that can really happen to me, I guess, is I can get defeated. My consolation is I get to go back home. That's <laughs> not too darn bad, Mark. Right. I'm okay with that. That's it. That, I'll tell you, Senator Manchin, that's a great attitude. You know, I lost my election, but, you know, the world did not end. You got, I got to go back home and spend time, obviously, more time with my family and do things well, still be involved. Well, probably increase the quality of your life, Mark, a little bit, too, I, I, I would think. I, I will tell you, those travel days back and forth were painful. I, I You know, you mentioned, too, and, I'll, and I don't want to keep you too long. I know you got to, you know, you're, you're four hours ahead, so you're already in the day of work there. And that is, you got a couple big issues coming up. You got hopefully an infrastructure bill, but tax reform. Do you see um, your group of former governors who are now senators uh, kind of helping forge uh, an ability to get something done in those two areas? It's, you know, for for your constituents in West Virginia, for people I know and work with and yeah. here in Alaska, those are important issues. Kind of, give, give me your sense, or is it just too... Mark, here's what I'm thinking. If I watch what played out just now as far as on health care, and I had talked to some of my friends before, and they, uh, when it came down, push come to shove, and I said, guys, we can fix this. Obamacare's been out there long enough now that we see what works and what good it can do and also what needs to be fixed, and it'll collapse if we don't fix it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, my Republican colleagues and friends for, what, <coughs> uh, since 2010, 
seven years have been sent repeal, 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 repeal. And, you know, if you look back on, if you look back, if they were going to repeal, it should have been repealed in 2012 and Obama should have been defeated. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen. And come to the realization, come to the realization now that it's not going to happen. Obama's not going to let it happen because he's still president. Try to make it better and improve it. No one ever did. Couldn't get anybody to the table. Now we come to a standoff, okay? Guess what? They found out there's more to be harmed if you take it away the way it's been intertwined in the sixth of our economy than if you try to fix it. Mm -hmm. So we have a vote now. Now, we couldn't do a thing until they had all the Republican votes because they weren't going to do it with any Democrats. And I said, guys, I'm the most centrist. You were one of the most centrist with me. And I said, if you can't work with us, you you don't want anybody to work with you. They went down that path. You saw the outcome and you saw the votes. Now, Lamar Alexander's come forward. He has an open process. We're going to go back to regular order the way it should have been in the beginning. So if they follow the path, then you might say, well, they'll try to do it and go alone on tax reform. When that doesn't work, maybe they'll come to us. It's a heck of a situation to be in. It'd be better. And I've told Mitch McConnell, I says, Mitch, we ought to sit down now. Before you think there's no Democrats that are going to work with you on meaningful tax reform, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why don't you try us first? And if there's no one there and it makes sense and we're just hunkered down playing politics, then go after us, do it on reconciliation, 51 votes, and forget about Democrats. But don't write us off before you give us a chance to help them participate. That's where I think we are. So it has to be done. You can't have the system we have now. We're, we have less revenue per GDP. We have more profits per GDP from companies and corporations. We've got more disparity as far as income inequality than ever before. All we're trying to do is balance it out just a little bit. Right. I, I will tell you this, uh, Senator Manchin, you, you are one of those. And, you know, we all sat together in the caucus on Tuesday at what we call the, the Lone Ranger table, you know, because sometimes yep. we'd be close to the exit just in case. Um, but you have always done that. You know, you've always said, look, we may not always agree, but find that 80 percent. Let's figure it out and let's go down the path. And maybe this this activity around health care, finally, you know, Democrats, we did it all with these. I mean, you weren't there when the Democrats made that decision. Then the Republicans did it all their way. Now it's like, OK, we've done our two two ends. Now let's figure out how to move through this. And we got big issues in front of us that we got to move to. So and, and still, Mark, instead of tackling the hard the hard situation, which is trying to get people to work together, truly working through the day and the night, trying to find a pathway forward. The easy way to say, okay, uh, we can do this rule and we can do that rule and we don't have to have 60 votes and we can bypass this and we can have the nuclear option. And right. guess what? Both sides have been absolutely wrong on this issue. That's right. You're Harry Reid right. started down the path of the nuclear option because he couldn't come to an agreement. He wouldn't work out. So they just don't want to give him any uh, of Obama's uh, appointments. And guess what? The Democrats are trying to do the same thing now. Yep. I say let the executive have their staff. They'll be responsible if they succeed or fail. The worst thing you can do is be blamed because you wouldn't vote and try to put a 
working staff together, whether you like the person or not, that's stupid. Yep. Because it's will and pleasure. They come and go. When the president leaves, they leave. That's right. Uh, they're not here for lifers. Right. So and the, it and, and, doesn't make sense. Yeah, and he won, and, and he gets to pick his people. Well, let me say this, Senator Manchin. We're right at the break. I want to say first, thank you very much for calling in. Uh, as always, uh, I love hearing from you. You're a great friend. And from Alaska's perspective, like I said, you get special points because you came in the winter. And uh, there is no better way to first see Alaska. And then, obviously, we got to get you up here for a little fishing in the summertime here. I'm ready, buddy. And let me just say one thing, Mark. Thanks for staying involved. You're still involved. You're still around. You're helping us all. And you're still trying to help in that Alaska bipartisan spirit. And I appreciate it, buddy. Well, thank you very much, Senator Manchin. Listen, okay. have a great day. We'll be watching and hoping and working uh, to make sure you do what you and can I there. Look forward to coming back to beautiful Alaska. Thanks, Joe. Have a great day. Okay, Mark. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I'll tell you, it's always a pleasure to listen to to uh, Senator Manchin, but we are right at the break, so it's 650 News Radio KENI. When I come back, I'll pick up Warren on the line, and feel free to call in, 522-0650. Welcome back to the Rick Rydell Show. This is Mark Baggage hosting for Rick at 650 News Radio KENI. If you want to call in, 522-0650. Uh, Ortega, that was great to have Senator Manchin call in from Washington, D.C. And Yeah, it was wonderful. He, he was great, and he, I'll tell you, he's a tough poker player. I'm just telling people that uh, if he sits down at the table and gives you that kind of West Virginia Southern like I've never really played, take your wallet and leave. Yeah, exactly. Because it's about to be taken. I, I only play, uh, <laughs> what's that called, Uno? Uno. Yeah, I loved it. Uno. Did yeah. you ever play Triple Deck Uno, where it's about the decks this big? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Usually we, we would play with uh, as many decks as there are people. That's right. Yeah. That was crazy. The poker, that's out of my league. Well, I'll tell you, he was he's a great guy, and I'm glad uh, he's working hard to try to bring some sanity to Washington. Let me pick up Warren. You've been patient on line one. Warren, what's going on? Hey, good morning, Mark. Good morning. Uh, yeah, thank you for coming and filling in on the show. Absolutely. It's a little early. I'm not an early guy, Warren. I have to be honest with you. I, uh, you know, I, I work late. I like to work late at night. So this this morning shift that Rick has, I don't know how he does it, but I guess he likes it because he's done by 8, and then he, like, has the day, right, I guess? <laughs> yeah. It, it used to be 9, but now it's 8. Yep, he shortened up a little bit. But uh, he gets good parking, traffic is light, and, uh, you know, he gets to come in and leave by 8 o'clock. Not too bad. But what's cooking? Yeah. What's on your mind today? Uh, just two things. But first, I just wanted to, and um, we're going to run out of time on the break in a few seconds, but I uh, wonder if you could hold me over. So I can I can do it. My comment. Thank I'll do you. it. <laughs> that was yeah, a good pre preempt there. That was very good. You get credit for that. <laughs> Well, thank you. No, you've always been courteous and stuff like that. Uh, you know, even though politics different, uh, your family is absolutely fantastic. So I, I just got to say that. Well, then for sure I'm going to keep you over on the break. <laughs> Anytime you can say well, good things about my family, that's good. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you've uh, I kind of missed your birthday parties, okay? You always had these super birthday parties and always went out of your way to invite me. Because I was with the opposition, but you know we were still friends. That's uh, right. Uh, years in my family has had lunch together down at Denny's many times. And, you know, there we uh, go. Yeah, but uh, and with name recognition, uh, there's quite a bit in politics. The name recognition it, it got you elected, and uh, unfortunately, nobody believed your 
other commercials when <laughs> he said, no, really, I'm the biggest conservative out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, people don't realize, I mean, I, I, I was at a meeting recently and, uh, you know, I have a company that I operate called Northern Compass Group, one of the companies I own, and uh, the, the staff was joking with some clients. They said, oh, no, no, he, he actually resoles his shoes and they kind of said well sure if they're nice expensive shoes he says, no 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 he buys inexpensive ones at fred meyer and wears them until they wear out then he resoles them because he he's not going to buy another pair and i'm wearing one of those pairs today actually <laughs> oh yeah yeah no the the iq and the niceness of your family is just off the charts so just wanted to thank you for that well i appreciate it so you, you had two items. What what was what yeah. else on your? Well, you you brought up the whale. Yes. And, uh, I've lived. There's ten villages that have whale harvesting rights. I've I've actually lived and worked in four of them. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. You know it is it is awesome to see what they do and how they do it, and it, it's really to feed the families. Let me let me. Can I do this, Warren? Hold one second. We're gonna we we are gonna take the break now, and then when I come back, let's finish on the whale and go to your second one. Can you hold for a second? Hold over. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Warren. We're again gonna take Thank a sh- short break here at six fifty News Radio K E N I again five two two zero six fifty. This is Mark Baggage substituting for Rick Rydell today. Welcome back to the Rick Rydell Show. This is Mark Baggage. I am. Stepping in for Rick, uh, obviously Rick is out enjoying life, hopefully, at 650 News Radio, Kate and I, and uh, happy to take calls at 522-0650. I have Warren, let me get back to Warren, he was just talking about the whale uh, issue that I brought up earlier, and um, Warren, you are back on, feel free. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, with the whales, uh, like I said, I've lived in four or five of the ten villages that legally harvest whales. Uh, our village, like up at Barter Island, was allotted three per year. And uh, the, the natives in Alaska are very unique to me, okay? They, they live a subsistence lifestyle of all the villages I've lived in. And... Uh, it's different from you know the city lifestyle we have here. Uh, if, if they don't get their whale, half their families don't eat for the winter. That's right. That's right. Half the villages, you know, they yeah. they share it. Yes, they do, mm-hmm. and everybody shares them in the uh, the taking of it, the carving of it. Uh, it it's a, a two day party uh, where everyone comes together, and the ladies cook, the men mm-hmm. cut, and the others pack and. And every single piece is used, and there's a little bit left over for the polar bears, for right. you know, Mother Nature. Uh, it's, it, it was really a treat to actually get to live among them and, and uh, see see a whole different culture. So what do you think of this, that the feds are now going to do an investigation? I, I think it's a waste of time. I, I mean, think you know, <laughs> that's it's, what I was going to say. Yep. And, and I'll tell you their conclusion. Yes, it was the wrong type of whale. But the whale was 60 miles upriver and was going to die anyway. And these people went and they believed, and and they actually do believe that the whale presents itself as a gift, okay? And that gift feeds 2,000 families. Right. And and that's what they're going to conclude. But 
where in the heck are they getting this money from to spend, they said, a minimum of two-month investigation? And Right. I think you and I could do it in about 15 minutes. <laughs> I think absolutely, and, and and not cost the federal government a dime. It is a, it is a you know it's a total waste. And you're right, it's 60 miles upriver. That that's a difficult situation to put bring that well back down uh, into the ocean. And I I think you know you're, you're right on. I mean they they're not going to waste any of it. It's going to be utilized for you know uh, the right reasons. And I think from that perspective, it's a it's a positive thing for. Uh, the villages that will benefit as they move into fall and winter here. Yeah, I've personally tried whale, and I really don't like it. But you got to I mean, use it with seal oil for you, years. It's an acquired taste. It is. You got to dip it in seal oil, which I have done. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Warren, you had a second issue. What was the second one? And I'm gonna pick up a line on the other one here. But okay. what's your second item? Yeah, the quick second one. Uh, it. it Dovetails that you just had the other senator to call in, yes. and which was fabulous. And uh, his views are great. And uh, remember when you first went to Washington, uh, you 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 uh, piggybacked with a couple other uh, uh, freshman senators, and you formed your own little group right there. Right. Yep. Yep. And I, I thought that was fantastic, but. Uh, you know, I follow politics, and and I've met, I've I've met every president except one since Kennedy personally. Okay, that's and, a that's a that's a great. Uh, you know, you get to see you know personally connect with them, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, that, that's what I like to do is personally connect, and even though politics might be different, the, that's right. The people uh, are thinkers, and I, you know, I, I've even met Harry Reid several times. <laughs> It's, you know, politics is a small world in a lot of ways, Warren, you, you know, especially here in Alaska. I mean, uh, when I was in the Senate, we brought up about a, a dozen plus cabinet secretaries, uh, equal amount of senators over time. People get to meet uh, their elected official in a different way. That is for sure. Warren, I hate to do this. I got a couple calls backing up. Uh, okay. But as but, always, it's good to hear if, you. And if I, you could, yeah, I'm the guy with the cowboy hat. But if there you could, go. my question was. Is how come the votes are always in lockstep and and different from what the people are saying? I always wanted to know that because I've been trying to get into politics to help the city and the state. Yep. And I I get locked out because of the 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 unification factor. I call it. Uh, How do they do that? You mean when people vote together on an issue, or just uh, for a candidate? No, together on an issue, but as a candidate, they do that, too. Right. I, I think what happens, you know, at a certain point, people start to solidify around an issue. They start to join together. There may not be a perfect piece of legislation that they're voting on, but they des- they believe that the general sense or direction of that piece of legislation is where they want to go. And everyone will have different uh, pieces they may not truly love, but they end up voting for it. And I think what's happened in the 70s, it used to be about 70% of the bills that passed the Congress uh, were bipartisan. Today, less than 4% of those bills are bipartisan. Correct. It's got to go back to bipartisan. That's right. People have to work together, solve problems, and it doesn't mean you're going to be 100%, and no one should expect that. And I think that's, I think we've gotten more polarized by, you know, you, you can love it or hate it, but the media has had a lot of impact and information flow quicker. 
And I think a lot of elected officials continue to spend time uh, catering to the spin rather than the politics of getting things done. And I think that that's the that's the gist of it. But it's it's been a hundred percent on both sides. I agree. And I, I just wondered how they actually do that because that hundred percent is what kept me from getting my say. With right. I, I'll with say this. Let, let me end on this comment with you, Warren, and then say that I think part of it is that. Um, there is just a stronger polarization, and I think our election process now forces people to be hard right or hard left, which when you then serve in office, especially in a, in a congressional office, you become really hardened in on those issues, which is a problem. And I think we need to get back to, you know, you know, good, good policy is good politics. That's kind of my motto. Now, it doesn't mean everyone's going to agree with you, and you need to be willing to step out. And at times, as you heard from Senator Manchin, He's, his view is in West Virginia, he's going to do what's right. And at the end of the day, if he loses, he loses. But he's not going to sit there and say, well, I'm just going to work with Democrats only or his party as he has reached out time and time again because I've seen him and he does a great job in that. But I think there's a growing interest by people to see that happen. So okay, let me do well, this. Please, please remind all your Democrat friends about that, too. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely will, Warren. But listen, i got to take a break. I miss your birthday parties. Well, you, you don't have the big one. There we go. Well, stay tuned. Who knows? But uh, listen, i got to take a break. When I get back, I'm going to have John and Paul online. Again, this is 650 News Radio. Thanks for your time. You bet. Thanks, Warren. Katie and I at 650 News Radio, 522-0650. When we get back, again, John and Paul, you're next up. Welcome back to the Rick Rydell Show. This is Mark Baggage hosting for Rick this week, uh, at least for today, and hopefully he's enjoying life right now. We have several calls lined up, and we're going to get right to him again. If you want to call in, 522-0650. We have uh, just a shy over an hour left of the show, and we're anxious to hear from people. So let me first go right to uh, John, who's been patiently waiting. John. Mr. Baggage, I want to thank you for being on the show. I want to thank you for your service. Uh, I voted for you because I agree with some of your issues, but more importantly, you come from a uh, uh, a politically uh, active family, and I knew that you knew the protocols of of of, uh, of politics, which would make you move a lot more easily in, in that environment. Well, I appreciate anyway, it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, so do we, I'm sure. Uh... You're going to make some people call in now to counterpunch you, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, hey, of course, of course. I, I'm not one of the, I, I'm not, this isn't scripted. I, I mean, uh, I, I seriously appreciate it. I have a question, sure. though. Uh, for a minute there, though, I thought this was the Warren show. I know. You know, I, I gave Warren a little spread of time there. He's always, uh, I, I listen to him once in a while, call in. I thought I'll give him a, a shot to have some comments. But uh, then suddenly the line started filling up. And so well, said, God, bless, God bless, God bless the gentleman. That's, that's for right. Sure. He's committed. You know, he's he, helping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, anyway, I'm going to ask you to be candid, Absolutely. Uh, as, as candid as you can, since you were rubbing elbows with, you know, our country's leaders, 
do and did any of them ever express to you, you know, on the sly that it was odd that we have the only state where you know our children aren't allowed, allowed you know, in the in the state capital, and the average citizen can't approach the state capital, and that we're going to eventually need a passport to visit our capital which is probably one of the most important buildings in the state. Don't you agree? I agree. I think I, most people, you know, honestly, in the in Washington, D.C., at least there, that most people didn't really know a lot about the, you know, the location of our state capital and how it relates to travel. But what did come up, and you said it, and that is when I had to describe to people, because we had to get uh, the immigration office and uh, the, the Border Patrol folks or Border Control folks to participate with us in helping figure out how to solve this passport issue. Because when I explained to people, in order, if you left a part of Alaska to get to your state capital, you'd have to get a passport to get there because you'd be going to a foreign country, which, of course, was Canada. When I explained that to people, I think they were a little shocked, uh, that piece of it. And I think that is the uniqueness of Alaska, that you have to constantly remind people uh, in the lower 48, the vastness of Alaska, the unique challenges we have. But most of them didn't, you know, they, it wasn't like a top issue. But when I brought up the passport issue, then it had a whole new situation. You started to register then. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. Just one question. I'll take your answer off the air because okay. I know you're a busy man. No, no, uh, no problem. I really appreciate it. Uh, Thanks, John. Do you think, do you think, yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, the fact that you were raised in a political atmosphere don't you think our children should be allowed access to our capital and what basically what i'm saying is uh, if we voted to move the capital what would you i mean yeah you, let me i'll you bet i'll give you, you yeah you bet john thank you very much and i i appreciate it i'll answer it well you know i'll pop you off the air because i got a line here but i'll answer the question here for you and that is um, first off, uh, I do think, you know, as many Alaskans should go to the capital as possible, get access to the capital. The voters have voted to move it. Then they voted not to move it. Then they voted to move it. Then they voted not to fund it. Um, the challenge we have now with moving the capital is the cost uh, to move it is fairly prohibitive now. Uh, and I think that's going to be a challenge in any situation. Second to that is... Um, I, one of the things I've pitched all the time, and actually they kind of proved it this last special session, which the rumors are going to do another special session coming up, uh, maybe this fall to talk about revenues and doing their committee work back, say here in Anchorage, for example, or Fairbanks, a larger city, and then go down to the Capitol to go vote on these issues, I think actually kind of worked. If you thought about it, this last capital budget bill they did, they actually just went down there for a day and a half. They voted and they left. They did a lot of the work outside of the Capitol. End result is people can have access, talk to them. But we also didn't have to pay them per diem for that last special session because they weren't down there. So it actually saved some money. So I think that's the way I'd approach it. It's too expensive to move it now. When um, I know we're getting close, I can probably yeah. pick up this call or should no, I? No, 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 no. Yeah, we're going to break in about 45 seconds. Okay. But don't you think that if we move the Capitol to Anchorage, we just ought to change the, the name of the state to Anchorage, because everything, <laughs> I mean, the, the power centers, the population. The financial centers, the medical centers. Be, yeah, just call it the state of Anchorage. Yeah, there we go. I think people forget that Sitka was the original right. capital. So it's moved, what, three times? It's moved, you know, so now it's in Juneau. And I think the thing to do, you know, it's, it's in our lifetime, it's not going to move. 
too expensive. Uh, and we should figure out how to get those legislators to be more active in more public arenas on the debate of their issues rather than just on teleconferences. That's Can we, what we make do. them meet for, say, for special sessions? Meet in Anchorage. They can make those decisions, absolutely. Well, let's take a break here again at 650 News Radio, K9, and we're at 522-0650. When we get back, we'll pick up Paul on the other hand. Welcome back. This is Mark Baggage sitting in for Rick Rydell. We have Paul online. We want to thank him for being patient. Again, if you want to call in, 522-0650. Let me pick up Paul. Paul, you are on. Hey, Mark. Uh, well, uh, good morning to you, and I hope you and your hope you and your family are doing fine. And, we, and I want to get I want to get through the pleasantries, so we can get right to the business. Get right to it. Cut to the That's chase. Right. Let's stop the slow dance music. It's time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, remember, now, I have the button here. Remember that. Oh, jeez. Don't don't. You know, I got banned yesterday for using the word the proclivity of the females. Uh, okay, uh, that's too much. Yeah, if you got it. That's exactly, <laughs> I realized right then that between between a guy arrested for felon on the talk radio show and another guy who has a communications company who's got a conflict, another guy's brought down out of Fairbanks to to represent, you know, uh, Jim Whitaker. I realized. This is like Las Vegas. They control all the, the, the uh, dissemination <laughs> means. And, and I, of all people, I should know that. Okay, now, real quick, Mark. Uh, you bet. Okay, now I'm, I'm going to lay it on the line. You are part of the problem. When you make the statement like you just said, Mark, it confirms that. Four hundred. First of all, do you have a lines of communication? Do you have an email site the public can get to? Uh, you can always search. go to my company, Northern Compass Group. I'm right on Northern. there. I'll try to remember that. It's, okay. it's, it's there. You don't have to type it in. The email's there. You can capture it. Yep, yep. Okay, super. All right, here's the point, Mark. The comment you just made about the Capitol, I, I went. I got an appointment with the city council at the three minutes or whatever. You, you're, you're lucky if you get Three that. minutes. That's the max yeah, they give you. Uh, uh, unbelievable the depths of corruption that are maintained in the state. Now, here, here's the point. I thought it was an expenditure disguised as a capital and a legislative platform. When I got into it, I was wrong. It is a subsidy by Anchorage for a fake expenditure uh, as a capital and a legislative platform. It's being maintained, so we'll never be together. We'll always be a divided, corrupted state. Juno's where they spawn from. And for you to make that statement, you actually make the case for that, Mark, because tell me, we we didn't lose that vote, Mark. The power went out, the numbers that came back were irrational. The point is that this that this state is corrupted, and Juno is the foundation under which they spawn it. And people like you didn't stand. You didn't stand for a dividend. You didn't stand for the governing line does. No, I, I, I stood for the dividend. What are you talking about? I didn't hear that. I didn't hear you say it and give these well, people back their dividend. Only Did the last couple. That? Yeah, and only the last few weeks. I've been. No one's really asked that question on the radio, but I have absolutely. Well, I did not know that, and I'll, let me bypass that. Then, okay. because if I get too wide here, I'm going to give you cover. Now, here's, here's, I'm trying to be direct, Mark, and I know that you're capable of that. Here, here's the point, Mark. You leave your head on the table whenever you go home or go someplace. My head? Yeah, the capital is the is the it is the the essence. It is it is the central, the core mass. It it is it is the center. It so, is Paul, your is your is your point that it should be moved? Absolutely, okay. and that's that's the point for you to make those broad. For example, it costs too much to move. What does it well, cost, Paul? Mark? We're going to we're going to disagree on this. I don't I don't 
I think it's a total waste to move that capital to uh, to Anchorage. I've said yeah, that in the past. That, that has been my position for decades. And now make that case, Mark. Factually make that case because here's the, here's the point. I'm going to send you a presentation. 460,000 people live between Homer and Willow. That's two-thirds of the population. It's called the 300-mile blue line. And if you, if you bring up Google Maps... You type in directions from, from Homer to, to Willow, and then you back off on the satellite view. You look at that map, and you realize, my God, Juno has no relevance to this state whatsoever except to make us dysfunctional. And, Mark, you can't tell me what it cost us to have that gap in Juno. So you can't make the comment that it cost us too much. You well, can't do it, Mark. Yeah, I would say this, Paul, that and we're not going to agree on this phone call, that's for sure. Um, but I will say this, that... The last time this came up, now you can argue with who presented the facts, right? Because you may think they, were, they weren't facts on the cost. But it wasn't. It was in the hundreds of millions of dollars for the infrastructure that you would need, the support that you would need. Now, we can argue if that's correct or not. That was what was delivered during that years ago campaign on this issue. Now, and I go off of what I did years ago and where I was on this issue. I have said... And I will say it again, that the example on this capital budget was a good example of how you can do this without having a huge cost and, Mark, and no, get an no. impact. Mark, Mark, if I might interrupt you respectfully, okay? We only have, remember, only a very short window and you have the button. Okay? Overwhelming <laughs> odds against us little people. Now, look, here's the oh, point. Oh, Paul, Mark. don't say that. I've always allowed you any time, right? Even no, when you've been banned from these shows, I always, when I'm on, I let you on, right? Yes. Okay. Now, now get correct, to your point. <laughs> well, there we go. Both of us are authoritarians. Are. Okay, now, and I am. I, and I'll tell you something. God bless Donald J. Trump. I love that guy. I've sent letter after letter requesting U.S. Marshals to come into this state because of corruption. Is so it's the worst kind of corruption. Okay, well, we but get to your, your, your okay. sidetracking here. I am, because if you can't move the capital, then we need to draw a line, because I'm, this is the stuff revolutions are made of. The point is this, Mark, that, that for you to make that comment, I can't get to the capital. And if you look at Article 2 in the Alaska Constitution, it says the government rests solely with us people in our best interest. The very fact that we can't get to that capital is constitutional, not to mention that it's no longer viable electronically, Mark. The well, cameras well, are well let me the- ask you this, Paul, and then, because I, I, we're getting right on the quarter here, but let me ask you this. That would be the same argument. So we should move the federal capital somewhere in the middle of the country. Mark, I would ask. No, I mean represent- that's a question, right? I, I, I mean, would, I would I, ask. I'm going to avoid your question and answer, Nate, because you're going to okay. cut me off here pretty quick. Okay. <laughs> I would ask you to tell your people, the Ledoux's and the bureaucrats of the school districts, the, ed- the Entitlement, Education, and Bureaucrats have formed an alliance. What do you and mean we're my and people, we're, Paul? Because they are your people, oh Mark. Tell them, tell them that we need a three-day three discussion here on camera, unhurried, point-counterpoint with a, with a whiteboard with agendas. If we don't gather our people up here in Anchorage and prepare for new economies, Mark, you people, your now, people are going to take us over the edge. Now, here's what I'd say, Paul. Now, people, now, Paul, Mark. I have have said in the past when you've brought this idea up that I have supported it but you know you're, you're putting a lot of faith that I somehow can control all these people now uh, I, I don't but I will say it online here and there's a lot of people listening as you know 
that legislators, school board members, city council members, mayors, I think it's a great idea that they should be a meaningful three-day, two-day, whatever the period is. It's irrelevant every, to set a time. Every but, month. But, every month. Well, there should be a period of time that people step out and figure out what we're going to do over the next 20 years here in this state because that's not happening. I mean, that, there's these moments in time conversations on crises that keep coming up. When I was mayor, I always did those. I went out, brought my whole executive team out. We had town halls. We let people talk to us. Because And we did that every couple months because that was a great way to get input and in how to make the city a better place. I would, I would agree with you that we should do that on a much broader scale because that's not we, being done. Then why don't we do this, Mark? You're going to run for something, and these are your people. And I'm going to be I'm running out of this studio about 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the point. Mark, this, 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 we have to set humor aside, okay? No, no humor is important, a part of the conversation. No, I, I know that, but here's the point, Mark. I would suggest that if you really love Alaska and its people, that you run for mayor and we reconstruct internally, because if we don't, What's happening in Juneau, that leadership, those 60 people who did what they did to us, to lied and connived, and, and all, these, all these things they've done are ill-begotten and ill-willed. It's unacceptable. And hiding behind children, women, the female role in the natives is just, it's, it's somewhere something out of diabolical. Okay. Yeah. So you need, to, you need to run for mayor, gather our people up here, and prep us to go someplace very special. If you don't, Mark, I'm very concerned about where we're going. The only thing saving us now is they're all free-feeding off the oil money. But now they're telling me that I have no standing. These thieves. These okay, hold it there, Paul. I got right, it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm at the off. break. Okay. Listen, uh, as <laughs> always, I enjoy your conversation, and uh, we're at the break. But again, Paul, good ideas. Uh, don't stop fighting, but I will agree Mark, with you. Let's you'd... figure out a, a couple days, and let's get these people all in a room. I'm yeah, game. I'll email you. All right, okay, thanks, have Mark. a great one. Right. Again, it's 650 News Radio, KENI. You can call in at 522-0650. We're going to take a short break, and we will be back in a moment. Welcome back to the Rick Rydell Show. This is Mark Baggage on News Radio 650, KENI. 522-0650, you can call in. Uh, we do have Steve on the line. I'll pick him up in just a second. One, one thing, two things I'll just mention you know, when I was on, uh, you know, a, a show on this station, uh, I think it was, I can't even remember if it was last week, uh, and on Mike Picard's show, a lot of conversation about health care. And it's, uh, I have to say that watching what pre, uh, Blue Cross did, dropping rates 21%, that's a good thing. Now, I know people will drive them crazy when I say maybe some elements, not all, because I do think there's some modifications to the health care bill that should be done. Uh, but at least now we're starting to see some stabilization in the rate structure, and I think that's a that's a good thing. But let's pick up Steve. He's on line one. Steve. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. Doing? Very good. Yeah, I was, just, um, I was listening earlier this morning when uh, the senator called in, and uh, I, I agree with – the party was talking about bipartisan working together, but um, I, I don't. I hear that from a lot of representatives, but I've yet to see it because all I hear is, if you're a Democrat, you're not going to vote for anything Trump wants. If you're a Republican, you're too busy stumbling over yourself because you didn't think Trump was going to win. So, you know, you didn't yeah. think you were going to be in this position. Um, yeah, it's uh, I, I it's 
it's one of those, you know, you talk a good game, but I have yet to see it from anybody. It's, you know, I will tell you, Steve, it is a, a tough nut to crack right now in Washington. But one, for example, the president just signed this bill, I think it was yesterday or day before, on the Russian sanction bill. That was bipartisan for sure. You know, sizable amount of Democrats, Republicans signed that bill to uh, restrict. Um, there also was the Veterans Choice Act, which just was sent to the president for signature. Again, you don't hear about these bills that have... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A bunch of Democrats and Republicans working together and, and supporting because, honestly, they're not controversial, right? Well, maybe the bill was controversial, but once they all agree, then it's no longer interest to some news folks but that that is true yeah but i mean that uh, that va bill va choice bill just uh both of them worked together on it and not everyone voted for it but a sizable amount on both parties and that's now uh gone to the president for signature i believe uh yesterday or day before but you're right a lot of people talk it but to do it it's almost like they go back into their camps right they kind of hibernate all, all you hear on the radio and TV and anywhere else, if you choose to tune in and listen for more than five minutes, is you know Russian collusion, Russian collusion. That's that's everything. Right. There's there's nothing about you know hey let's get together and write a health care bill. Hey let's get together and do you know a tax reform that's good for the people. It's no Russian collusion. You know let's keep wasting money on uh, something that has little or no evidence. And skip over the things that do have evidence, such as, you know, Hillary's email scandal. And, uh, you know, there's enough evidence there to choke a mule. But for some reason, they can't do anything about that. Right. I but, would uh, I would say this the article. I just read it this morning, and here was the title of it. And this is, uh, it's, it's in uh, one of the Washington, D.C. kind of paper things. And it says, new bipartisan Obamacare push faces steep climb. In other words, the, the media is already discounted the effort before the effort has even started, which well, is part media, of the problem. I, I mean, the media in general, they, they I mean, this, you know, and this is my uneducated view on it. Um, but the media hates Trump because they didn't make him. And I think Washington hates Trump because he's not one of them. Uh, you know, it, it's just. Well, well, I think the, the challenge is, you know, and I agree, you know, I, I what I try to do um, like this last weekend, I uh, I was downtown at my wife's store. I was painting the front of it for because she gave me the list while they went out fishing. I painted. <laughs> and so, I, you know, how that works. And so I was painting a lot of people walking by talking. And, and uh, I said, hey, this is the best thing I could be doing. They said, what do you mean? I said, I don't have to watch news, listen to it and yeah, hear no the kidding. same old broken record because yes you know we can argue you know was there a russian this or was what's trump doing on this or that my view on this and i said it on mike's show last week i said look 
you can agree or disagree with Trump. That's not the issue. The issue is, are we going to have a tax reform bill? Are we going to have an infrastructure bill? Are we going to make the reforms necessary in healthcare to make it better for Americans? What are we going to do here? And that well, is the great debate, right? Because otherwise, that is, that is true. I mean, that you, and I think that point is missed on a lot by a lot of people. I agree. You don't have to like the person. That's right. To be able to see that you know something is good or bad for the people you represent. That's right. You need to be and, willing and, to sit down with them, and you can disagree. You can disagree, but you got to be, a, you know, at least have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, one more thing, and I'll sure. let you go. I'm no not problem. trying to turn no. this into the Steve show, but uh, <laughs> no problem. No, I, I just I could not find, but I could not help but find the uh, irony and I, I guess sickening humor in uh, the fact that uh, Chuck Schumer, in all his wisdom, was chastising Republicans for coming up with a health care bill that nobody knew what was in, but they wanted us to vote for it. Uh, I wonder where they learned that one from. Yeah, I I tell you, Steve, I I have to agree almost 100%. I just say one little caveat, and that is the last health care bill was they actually had a committee here and where amendments of both Democrats and Republicans were presented. But I will say this. When I heard him say that, I, I think you probably saw the same thing I saw. I actually sent a text message to a couple of my former colleagues back there. I said, what are you saying? At the end of the day, it was a 100% Democratic bill and the Republicans are doing a 100% Republican bill. Okay, now yeah. we've done. No, it's kind of like, okay, we're done. Lay down your arms and now let's get busy, Right. But yeah. it, it, but I, I saw that and I had to exact because, you know, the only difference, the only caveat was I would say this. The committee did have both Democrats and Republicans offering amendments during that process. But at the end of the day, it was 100 percent Democratic vote and the Republicans had 100 percent Republican vote. And that it's kind of like, OK, we've done we, we've each done it. Stop. Now, well, and, figure and out where to thing. work together. I, I never hear, I mean, when Obamacare was voted in, when, when this, you know, bill the Republicans came up with that a three-year-old could have written with a crayon, um, you know, it, I never heard anything from the other side as to, hey, here's our suggestions. You know, no, it's, oh, that bill's crap because they wrote it. And right, which is, we, we got to get beyond they that. wrote it. Yep, yep. got to get beyond it. Steve, we're at the break. i got to take All a right. half-hour break, but it's Thank 731. You Thank you, Steve. Have a great day. All Again, right. it is 650 uh, News Radio KENI. Welcome back to the Rick Rydell Show. This is Mark Baggage uh, sitting in for Rick, and it's News Radio 650 KENI at 522-0650. We have a couple callers lined up. Before we take them, I want to, you know, I, I read this article, Ortega, and it was on, uh, you know, when the Trump administration threatened um, uh, Murkowski and Senator Murkowski, Senator Sullivan over, uh, I guess, her, her vote on health care. Right. And did, he, did he actually threatened well, Lisa or he tweeted that he would there would be consequences for her. Well, action. he I guess what happened, the secretary called first uh, Senator Sullivan and told him all kinds of things, which actually, you know, I've not really since my election commented on anything uh, Senator Sullivan said or done. But there is one quote that I couldn't believe. It says I this is quote from Senator Sullivan. I tried to push back on behalf of all Alaskans. So first off, if you have a secretary calling you and threatening you, and that's the assumption here based on this article and his quotes, you never try, you do. You push back. Can you imagine, I'm going to put myself out of this equation for a second, can you imagine if Ted Stevens 
had gotten that call from a secretary who threatened them over issues in Alaska. I can't even imagine how quick that phone would have been ripped off the wall and probably gone over to the secretary's office and beat the secretary over the head. I mean, you know. <laughs> he probably would have made someone cry. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you don't try to push back. You do. And when I read this quote, I thought, okay, maybe there were some threats. Maybe they're not. We'll see because there may be an investigation on that. That's what I've heard on the House side. Do you think maybe Senator Sullivan was a little intimidated? Could have been intimidated, but you don't ever say I tried. I mean, yeah, I, I that sounds weak. That sounds. I, I and I and for the listeners, look, I have not said one word about him since I lost my election. I've kept out of that. But this quote, as an Alaskan, no matter what we do, can you imagine if we tried to build the Alcan? You know, if we tried to build the oil pipeline, if we tried, you know. Right. Even if you fail, you get a star. That's right. We are about doing stuff here in Alaska. So I, I it has bothered me when I saw that quote. And I thought, OK, maybe there'll be an investigation. We'll see. But at the end of the day, we do in Alaska. That's the name of the game. So let me take the first caller. Gary, you have been patient. Gary, you are online. Yeah, I'm in Muldoon here. And, and thanks for being on. I I just heard on your news there about the permanent fund being $60 billion. $60 billion and growing. Well, it's always bothered me why they just can't take two or three billion while it's up where it's at and leave it alone and give the payouts and whatever. What's the? Why do they make it such a big deal about having to take it when they've got plenty in there to you know take two or three billion for a couple of years and just leave it alone? Well, you know that's the great debate, Gary. And here's what's interesting: two things on it. First off. If you heard that that comment, she, they did about a billion dollars in additional um, uh, income in the last week and over the last several months, another seven billion over the year uh, over the last several months in growth. So the debate, and this is what's probably going to happen. The rumor is that the uh, House and Senate are going to go back to Juno. Uh, the governor is going to call them back to talk about revenue issues, and the debate will be on my bet is are they going to be income taxes, sales tax, or additional revenue stream off of the permanent fund while we're going through this crisis. And and it is, you know, we have a tough economy. It's not going to last forever. If you've been here a long time, you've seen tougher times. I remember when five banks disappeared over a summer, 20,000 Alaskans left Anchorage in a summer because the economy went flat on its back. So uh, it's a a great question. It's the debate, right? Do, Do you take a little bit of that? and still maintain a dividend to the voters at the same time do you take a little bit to help soften the blow of what's happening with the oil prices and the budget or as people want more of and that's cuts so this is the great debate but your your point is the crux of the debate right yeah now. and i just also wanted to say i i listen to the show of both rick Rydell and and for carl every friggin' day i just love <laughs> i love both programs but i when Paul calls in, I just want to say it brings down the program. He, he never gets to the proper point. And there's a reason why some people don't want him on the radio, because he just the same old crud. But anyway, thanks for being on. You bet, Gary. Have a great day. You bet. Thank you. Let's go to the next caller online, which is David. You've been patient. David, what's on your mind? Hey, good morning, uh, Senator Begish. First of all, I'm going to stand up for Senator Sullivan. Uh, he is on the Obamacare exchange. While Senator Murkowski is not on the Obamacare exchange, and uh, I don't know if you were on it or not. But oh, yes, I was on, and I paid 100% yep. of my premium. Well, good for you, and I, I thank you for that. 
Um, but that's a good point. You know, why, you know, people who want to repeal it, then first thing you can do if you're in office, repeal it for yourself. <laughs> you're exactly right. Otherwise, you become a little bit hypocritical. I agree with you on that. Yep. Um, but um, And I also watched the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee on C-SPAN when uh, this debate was going on on the Obamacare. And uh, by the way, Senator Murkowski had a seat there yes. at that committee. She still she does. Was, she did not fill that seat during those hearings. I watched it. She was not there. So, And all these uh, amendments that they say the Republicans uh, offered and, and were, some of them were taken, they were technical amendments, not substantive. But here's the I have a couple questions for sure, you. Sure, you shoot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's say you ran for governor and you were elected governor. Um, what's your position on income tax, sales tax, et cetera? And what's your, your position on this, uh, what I consider folly, by the way, at this time, the gas line that the Governor Walker's pushing. And one more, do you think the size of government is too large, just right, or too small? Sounds like, uh, is my porridge too hot, just yeah, right, yeah. and too cold? <laughs> well, first, yeah, that's right. First off, I would say, give you an example on the budget. You saw that issue on the Limited Entry Commission. It's a $3.8 million budget unit. They've only done five permits over the last several years. The Limited Entry Commission, and they pay right, a couple right. commissioners 180000 or something. I can't remember the exact number. Mm-hmm. And they make a claim. They make a claim they can't solve that problem. Well, you just stop filling the position. So I think there's some room to squeeze down still. I think there's some more efficiencies in the state government. In regards to sales tax, you know, when I was on the in the Anchorage Assembly, I thought it was a good idea to put something on the ballot. Uh, 70% of the people said uh, bad idea yeah. baggage. And right. uh, so, you know, people spoke on that. I think um, there has to be, and I don't know what the right one is, but you have to deal with the budget first, get it so people feel that the budget is responsible. I'm trying to talk quick because they just told me I got just a short time here. Uh, talk uh, uh, to shrink that budget down first, show to the people that we've done everything possible. Then you have to talk about are there still needs for revenue? But I will tell you this. That when I was mayor, 40% of our growth in revenue came from new economic development. 40%. And that's what we should be focused on. If you look at what Juno's doing, you hear nothing about the future investments they need to make to grow this economy, to build new economic opportunity for us. And And I agree with that. I think that's a very great point, and you're right. Hardly any of them talk about any of the They don't. Talk about that. And where would you go? What's your idea for economic development in Alaska? I got it. Let me let me do this. I'm going to take a break, but I'll come back and I'll answer that question online. But I will tell you, I'll give you a shopping list that I think and I don't think the gas line is going anywhere. And I can talk about that when we get back from the break. There, You bet. I'll I'll, I'll get off the air. Okay, but I'll answer those when we come back from the break again. This is News Radio 650 K9. And we'll look forward to being back in the last 15 minutes. Well, we are in the last segment. It's been fun, Ortega, to be on. And, uh, again, it's News Radio 650-KENI. Uh, if you want to call in in the last few minutes, 522-0650. I want to say one thing before we pick up this caller that just called in. You know, I heard Russia's uh, one minute on the food issue, and he said, and pizza for breakfast. Now, I remember eating cold pizza lots of times. It's all the food groups, right? It has bread, it has, you know, milk, cheese. That is, you can have fruit if you want on a pineapple, right? You can have meats. It's kind of all in it together. So I I don't know what the problem is there. And it could have been left over from the night, the day before lunch, and they're just reserving it. So maybe it was a cost-saving measure. Who knows? Uh, let me take Jack on line one. Jack. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? Good. 
Let's go. So I heard you mention something about economic development in Anchorage. Yes. And I know that you're pretty, pretty familiar with Anchorage. Um, anybody who started a business in Anchorage can tell you that Title 21 and change of use plans will bankrupt you. I personally have spent $150,000 in the last year on nothing. I'm renting an empty warehouse. And it's because Anchorage's Title 21 change of use code requires this. Until the city deals with its building code, it's just laughable hearing about economic development. You can't open a well, business in this city. Well, Jack, let me say this, and I wanted to also respond to David on economic development. I think there's some statewide stuff. I'll give you a couple quick things, and I know we just have a short time here. But one, I think there's some great projects happening around the state. Donnan Creek, I think, is a great mining project. It has a lot of economic opportunity. I think some of the work going on in Fairbanks with the expansion of the F-35s up there, tourism is growing. But you were right. One of the big complaints I hear about is building safety still to this day that it's just not easy to move a permit through and build new projects. Or... I don't mean to interrupt you. No, no problem. We, we're at the but top. I'm in so... construction and I've heard complaints about building safety for 15 years. So complaining about building safety is a pretty common thing. And, and I, I see people kind of rolling their eyes. Mark my words, this city is going to okay. drown if they don't deal with this. This is not, you know, rhetoric. This is a bad situation. Yep. Jack, I hate to do this to you, but I got a, I got less than 15 seconds left. Let me respond to you. And I had to push him off the line because we're at the top of the hour. Uh, I agree. There's more work to be done there. Maybe this next mayor's election, we can push that envelope harder. It's up in April, and we should make the point that we need to add a, a better system over there to ensure that we move economic development forward. Again, thank you, Ortega, for allowing me to be on there. To Rick Rydell, thank you all very much. News Radio 650 KENI. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.